0: this. Is the 413th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles Podcast, the podcast from the Atlanta Journal Constitution that gives you everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. I'm D Orlando Ledbetter, the Falcons beat writer for the AJC. We're here today at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where the Atlanta Falcons put a 24 to 10 victory together over the Carolina Panthers to open the 2023 season. The Falcons have not won a season opener at home since 2015 they did win on the road at chicago in 2017 it was pretty festive here at the Mercedes-Benz stadium where the falcons got two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to pull away from the carolina panthers if you are listening to us for the first time please make sure to follow the show on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts this is is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean Breeze, Tropical
1: Beach, Pina Colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on.
2: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them.
0: All right, we're back here at the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, and we're going to get right into some of the interviews post-game. We're going to hear from Falcons coach Arthur Smith, quarterback Desmond Ritter, safety Jesse Bates III, B. John Robinson, Tyler Algier, and A.J. Terrell. Let's start with coach Arthur Smith and his opening statement on Jesse Bates and the win against the Carolina Panthers. Well, I think it was...
3: Uh... Overall, a great team, team win, and the way we're built. You know, we, you know those guys that there's a reason we wanted to get those guys in our program. And you're playing a rookie quarterback, you're at home. Those guys were, were in tune to everything. There were some things that, you know, he anticipated, and he's a great player. That's why we signed him. And there was all those guys, Caden, David. I mean, really late. And I think really what, what I was really pleased with our guys and really our staff, a couple of things, we weren't clean executing early on, especially in the past game. And it wasn't just the obvious protection. There were some spacing things that, that, you know, whether it was week one, we could all do a better job. But we were able to adapt and uh, we were able to play as a team. Whether you get in there in field position, you get the turnovers. And I thought those guys, as the second half went, they wore them down. And uh, when you get a win like that, you're not behind the count. We'll never apologize for winning. we know we got a lot of work. But that's the National Football League is to keep improving. You'll never say the same, and guys made big plays in the end. It was it was good for Kyle to go get that ball, you know, and Des to, to deliver it. Because it, like I said, we weren't clean enough in the first half in the passing game, and it's on everybody. And that I, I promise you, will get cleaned up. But you can see the mental resolve, and that's how you win games like that as a team. And so we'll be back to work tomorrow. But very very
0: happy for our guys all right falcons quarterback desmond ritter the offense got off to a slow start but they got going late here's what desmond ritter had to say about the slow start yeah obviously you know we got to start faster um you know there are a lot of things that you know ultimately
4: when we look back at this film there are a lot of things that we can clean up we can be better at um for next week um but you know props to our defense coming out you know coming up with some huge stops huge turnovers being able to get short fields um but for us as offense when that does happen we have to be able to go out there and create points and get points on the board so you know we we didn't start as fast as we like to but uh you know that's something that we'll continue to work on
0: while ritter's uh completion and attempts numbers are fine i think 15 or 18 Uh, They didn't really push the ball down the field until late. But here's what he had to say about the passing struggles. Yeah, you know, like I've told you guys, you know, from
4: the very beginning, you know, for me as a quarterback, you know, I, I could care less if we go out there and pass the ball, you know, 300 times or two times, you know, as long as we get a, a W at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. So, you know, for us today, our run game was obviously working. Those guys up front did a heck of a job of creating a move in the line of scrimmage. Um, Bijan and Tyler did a great job of just, you know, running behind them and running hard. Um, but for us, you know, the run game is also going to open up our pass game. So, you know, we're just going to keep hitting everything and keep going back
0: to work. Safety Jesse Bates, he had quite a game in his debut with the Atlanta Falcons after signing a 4-year, 64-million-dollar contract. Jesse Bates the third out of Wake Forest had two interceptions and knocked the fumble off of running back Miles Sanders. That was recovered by Lorenzo Carter and then he also had 10 tackles to lead the team here's what Bates had to say about Carolina's young quarterback Bryce Young
5: I remember playing my first game I can only imagine what it's like for a quarterback playing his first game uh that's a lot of pressure uh you want to you know, getting a rhythm and uh, get that feel and i honestly uh glad we had a good jump on him today and i'm sure he'll he'll be a really good quarterback in this league um but today we got the best of him
0: bates has been in the playoffs the last couple years he went to the super bowl two years ago with the Bengals. here's what he had to say about the start of the season it's not about me. Uh,
5: you know, it's it's good to, you know, get yourself going. Uh, but it's not possible. Like I said, if, if my teammates aren't doing their job, they're not doing their 1 11. That's what makes this, this possible for me. Like I said, I wasn't doing anything, you know, super out of my job, you know, being Superman. I was just doing my job playing in the middle of the field. Good things happen for me. So it's a good start for sure.
0: Bates came over from the Bingos. He was made a captain. He's a leader on the defense right away. Here's what his message was to the team. I think this, you know, people should feel good.
5: Um, it's hard to win this league. It's hard to win this league, and uh, it's a one-week season, like I said before, but uh, this city deserves it. This team deserves it. But the biggest thing is we got to celebrate tonight. We can do whatever we want tonight. And then tomorrow when we get back in there, we wa- watch the film, you know, review. Uh, we'll have an off day on Tuesday, go watch some film together um, and reset and try to go 1-0 and again. So that's the way this league goes. Uh, but, you know, some of these younger guys in here, you know, in college, you, you just kind of have warm-up games getting into it. But, hey, it, every week it's going to be a, those type of games, uh, where it's you know, one-score game going into the fourth quarter, uh, and it's hard. It's hard to do week in and week out, and that's when, you know, teams that are successful, they do that week in and week out. So uh, I think that we're more than capable of doing that.
0: All right, when we got over to the locker room, we saw uh, Bijan Robinson. So we were able to get some one on one questions with him on uh, his fine game that he played. So here's what Bijan had to say about his game and how the Falcons got to play with some grit and he saw the texas longhorns show that same type of grit saturday night when they beat alabama 34 to 24 over in tuscaloosa here's b john robinson
4: man it, it was awesome it was just such a blessing um uh, just knowing that you know god you know getting the opportunity to come out here Game and you know I played for him, so you know just understanding that you know he, he blessed us to come out here and get the win as a team. It was, it was just super fun to be a part of that, and it was just super fun first game uh, mm-hmm. to be a part of. It.
0: Yeah, coach said uh, the touchdown run was something y'all see. They see in practice every day. So.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we practice it every single day mm-hmm. uh, and, and drills and, and team segments. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we we get the ball out. You know, our coach throws us the ball, and we got mm-hmm. he throws us the bag, and got to make a quick move right away um, so it's just a little thing in practice that we do um, obviously like you know it's just to get that God's given me uh, to go out there and execute that will but yeah that, that's, that's what we do every single day in practice
0: and what was it like the ebb and flow of this when it was a tough battle yeah y'all were able to pull away kind of like how Texas did last night hey,
4: hey it was just even seeing Texas how they pulled it out yesterday like you know that grit in that fight you know, that's that's how it needs to be so for for us today you know we came in there with that, I mean, with that same mindset just mm-hmm. you know playing together as a team and understanding that, you know, we can't let no adversity get in between us. Um, and that's what happened. And, you know, we came out there and we, and we fought and we executed and, you know, we got the win.
0: Did you and Tyler kind of vibe off each other a little bit? Oh, yeah. Rip up front you get one. Yeah, I mean, How was that,
4: uh, like? Absolutely, I mean that's like, like again, like what Coach said, like that's mm-hmm. that's what we do in practice. So mm-hmm. doing it in the game, that's just something that we we've been preparing and training to do. Um, and it was just so much fun being being a catalyst off him and him being you know the same way off me. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was just a good moment for the both of us, especially like you know doing more in the past game too um, and getting those catches out the, out the backfield and in the slide and receiver. But it, it was it was just fun to be a part of, and, and I'm just happy we got got the win off of it.
0: And I, I tottered it up when we got back up stairs uh would have leaned into this a little bit harder downstairs for the interviews but 34 touches 177 yards and three touchdowns for Bijan robinson and tyler algier here's what algier had to say about Bijan. oh my gosh
2: even on that first run first run was what eight yards something like that i was like oh it's about to be a long day it's about to be a long day so it was great it was great you know i ended up almost tripping trying to chase him so it was uh
0: on no, the celebration.
2: No. Oh, yeah, no, like right when he scored, because we were both in that same time. So we we're both in that same time. So it was more like trying to chase him, not fall down, and then end up celebrating with him on his first. Because that's a big time, and especially because, like, it's super hard to score in the league. But it, having that, having his opportunity and then just making the most out of everything, come on, it doesn't get better than that.
0: They they got into a flow. It was a nice little rhythm there between the two running backs. They clearly carried the offense although Ritter did hit Kyle Pitts late. No receptions for Drake London. Uh, Matt Collins caught up a couple balls, but here's what Tyler Algier had to say about the running backs pushing each other.
2: Yeah, it's just healthy. It's just healthy competition. You know, that's my boy right there. So I think uh, let's just feed off each other. He makes a big play. Okay, I got to make a big play. I make a big play. Oh, he wants to make a big play too. So it's just really just feeding off each other, feeding off the offense, and then just really just trying to make big plays while just staying to our fundamentals and our standards and stuff.
0: All right, next up for the foul, Or the Green Bay Packers who defeated the Bears. Maybe Jordan Love is gonna own the Bears just like Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre did for much of the last two decades. He got off to a victory. They'll be coming into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium next Sunday for a 1 o'clock meeting with the Atlanta Falcons. Here's cornerback A.J. Terrell on building on this win over the Panthers when they see the Packers next week.
5: Be the small things that, you know, make the big plays. Just the little details, whether it be in the back end or uh, in the trenches. So um, just being dialed in with the, with the tips and stuff that we get from for, for Green Bay coming up you know, just trusting it, trusting the whole system will be prepared for uh, going out there and playing fast.
0: All right, we're going to take a break now. We're right here getting going here after this 24 to 10 victory by the Atlanta Falcons. This is the Bowtie Chronicles from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell
1: like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com.
0: The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a special offer for our podcast listeners. If you subscribe today, you can get three months of unlimited digital access for just 99 cents. That's all of our sports coverage, politics, breaking news investigations food and dining and so much more on ajc.com plus you get access to our e-paper and our assortment of newsletters so join our community by going to subscribe.ajc dot com backslash podcast again that's subscribe dot ajc dot com backslash podcast so you always know what's really going on all right before we uh get up out of here we're gonna go over some of the game notes make sure you have everything uh, cover go to ajc.com for our coverage there plenty of videos and stories michael cunningham was here to write a column we had sarah spencer doing videos here also uh the game story and sidebars are up and you got quotes from the players and head coach arthur smith and quarterback desmond ritter uh you got quotes in there from Bijan robinson tyler algier jesse bates jake matthews and a few other of the atlanta falcons who were speaking after the game today now game notes wise the uh, game got off to a slow start seven to seven at the half Carolina came out with their good drive first drive to start the third quarter and got a field goal took the lead. uh the falcons got another jesse bates turnover but couldn't move it and got a 49 yard field goal from young way cool that tied the game up and then they came back with the two tyler algier touchdowns in the fourth. fourth. Fourth quarter held Bryce Young scoreless, got another turnover off of uh, the fumble created by Jesse Bates to win. 24 to 10 we got game notes and then some player notes here uh from the falcons victory then we uh we asked the folks on twitter hey how'd y'all feel about this and so we're gonna go look at some of the responses but the uh falcons defeated the panthers of course 24 to 10 the 14 point margin was the falcons largest victory in a season opener since a 40 to 24 win over kansas city in 2012 Falcons offense had 221 total net yards, including 130 rushing. The Falcons defense finished with three turnovers in the turnover differential. And Atlanta converted those all into 17 points. That's the win right there. Jesse, if they were giving out game balls, I'm sure Jesse Bates was going to get one. Falcons defense limited Carolina to only three points in the second half, zero in the fourth quarter. For the folks who have been watching Falcon football, you know, we know they haven't been able to close out games for a while. Uh, and so, coach noted that, hey, you know, this was big that, you know, they were able to put their foot down in the fourth quarter and close this one out. After allowing the Panthers to convert on three or six third down attempts in the first half, The Falcons defense stood up in the second half, allowing just two conversions on eight of 10. Now, the one thing I thought was funny, they gave out white flags today, and I'm like, you know, usually white flags, the sign of surrender, but uh, uh, Ryan Cameron was encouraging fans to wave the white flag on third down, so I guess it started working. I guess it's not a flag of surrender in in, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but yeah, the white flags kind of, I was like, why would you give out white flags? And uh, I guess it looks good on TV. That's probably why they did it. But yeah, the stadium was rocking and the white flags did add a little bit. I'm thinking I would want a red flag, but, or black maybe. If you got to pick a flag color. There were six different Falcons who recorded five or more total tackles. David uh, Oyamata served as the, the sixth cap for game day. Now player notes here, we got Desmond Ritter, 15 to 18. That's 83.3%, didn't really try much. His first pass, they were trying to push it up the field, but the uh, Panthers got a hand on it. Uh, He should have batted it down, but he caught it. So he caught his first pass of the season. Finished with 118 yards, one touchdown, a 111.8 passer rating. Ritter became only the second quarterback since the AFL NFL merger in 1970 with no interceptions minimum 14 attempts per game and his first five career starts joining Dak Prescott in 2016 now they do have a commonality too Falcons are trying to make him the the quarterback of the future he was a third round pick Dak was a fourth round pick in Dallas Tyler Algier 70 yards 75 yards on 15 carries two rushing touchdowns, the fourth and fifth of his career. Bijan Robinson rushed 10 times for 56 yards and caught six passes for 27 and one touchdown, the first of his career. Uh, Jake Matthews started for the 145th game, dating back to week three of 2014 season, surpassing Todd McClure's 144 games. Uh, it's the second longest streak in franchise history. Uh, Matt Ryan has the longest and jake will be chasing him down from here now let's just make sure we got all of the stuff that jesse bates did here together and in line for you all he had 10 total tackles five solos a career high two interceptions two passes defense one forced fumble the fourth of his career the two interceptions give the first year falcon 16 on his career Also, Bates' two interceptions Sunday marked the 34th time in Falcons history a player has two interceptions in a game and the first since Robert Alford against Carolina on October 2, 2016. Bates became the second player since 2000 to record double-digit tackles, two interceptions, and a forced fumble in a single game since 2007 he also was the sixth Falcon to record multiple interceptions in a season opener And first, it's Bobby Butler in 1984. He's one of the great cornerbacks in Falcon history. All right, inside linebacker Troy Anderson finished with 10 tackles, three solo, one tackle for loss, a quarterback hit, .05 sacks, splitting a sack with Grady Jarrett on a third down play uh, in the fourth quarter. His 10 tackles marked the second career double-digit effort behind a career-high 12 stops he had against san francisco now uh, i did talk to calais campbell he almost he almost had him a couple sacks uh one where the kid got up with uh little bryce got away from him the tackle just bounced him a little bit and knocked him off that would have been his 100th career sack but he didn't get it in this game yes so i got one sack i got the quarterback hit seven quarterback hits troy anderson one Oyamata, two. Greg Jarrett, two. Lorenzo Carter, one. And uh, Arnold Ebicady, one. So there you have it. Uh, your pressure numbers, you know, your sacks and the uh, quarterback hits. One of our questions uh, after the game, we wanted to know Falcon fans, how are y'all feeling about the dub? Over the Panthers, and uh, got 78 uh, comments here. We're not gonna do all 78. We'll just do some of them here off the rip. Uh, Daniel Walker, I'll take it. Stuart Chan, it was awesome. Much to work on though. Green Bay next. D Mike, feel like if we can pass block, we'd be a great team. Ruder didn't have the time to read his first reads at times. Hopefully it's just first game mishaps and jitters and will be better going forward. That's a great win, 24 to 10 and the offense played like trash. <laughs> Only gets better. Okay, Carolina is weak and they were hanging around way too long. Ran the ball entirely too much. I hope as changing his approach or AS, Arthur Smith, Changing his approach for the rest of the season. Might as well put QB2 in at second half. They're going to be saying that. Uh, Anyway, glad we got the win. Bijan and Tyler were fire, fire, fire emojis. Bates had a great game. DL had minimum pass rush. Yeah, I just gave y'all those numbers. And run defense wasn't good. Ritter looked uncomfortable all day. Passing game needs to improve. All right, 2TD victory over with no turnovers. I'll take that any time. Dahlman was solid, which was a concern of mine coming into the season. Oh, and this is Don Emery. Your bow tie was styling, so all in all, it was a good day. All right, we'll end right there since I got a bow tie compliment. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back on uh, Wednesday to preview the Green Bay Packers, will assess their victory, uh, over the Chicago Bears, the team that they own in one of the league's oldest rivalries. And we'll break down Jordan Love's play. Uh, we'll hear, we'll find out if we're going to hear from Coach LaFleur this week. If not, I'll just have to get my Green Bay people to get them for us. Uh, but we'll definitely hear from him with him being a former assistant from Atlanta. So with that, we're going to, um, get on out of here. We're going to thank Cody Chaffins for helping us. Uh, with the podcast today, and uh, uh, we're going to ask you to have a good luck and uh, ask you to uh, have a great rest of your week.
1: Ocean Breeze, Tropical Beach, Pina Colada.